0: it's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about i said no one is talking about but if they did they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with
1: rach and dave this is hair it's not
0: getting better it's not getting better
1: Oh, honey, you look beautiful.
0: I, um, my hair, I'm very sweaty. My hair is crazy town because I was, uh, taping workouts this morning for the app. Um, I do them on my treadmill in my shop. And the best part of one of my workouts today was that Jeffrey ran in. And I couldn't do anything because I was in the middle of a run. And so Jeffrey is part of that workout, if you watch that one, which I'll talk about in a minute. But first, you've got to tell these people why we are 12 minutes late.
1: All right. So I had an opportunity this morning to be interviewed live on Good Day New York which is like the morning show in New York city. It's, you know, like it's a, it, it's for a me, thing, it's a thing. It's a, it's thing. a big deal. It's a thing. And so it's on my calendar. It's happening at nine thirty two AM. So I'm like, okay, I'll jump in and out of the shower. I did a run this morning. We'll have this morning show before I go to that morning show. It'll be fine. It'll be a thing. It'll be fun. I'm getting out of the shower. My phone has already missed one call and is now missing a second call. I pick it up That's
0: stressful and, I'm it's stressed the, and I can
1: see it's two one two. and so I pick it up. she's like, "Hello uh, you're supposed to be on air in one minute. What is going on? How you doing? Are you ready to go? Are you on zoom? I am literally in a t- I wasn't even in a towel. I was nude. I was not wearing clothes answering the phone of the producer from Good Good day New York. I'm like what on my calendar and she had to explain to me if you didn't know this I'm just going to drop this knowledge there's central time yes. and then there's eastern time yep. and I was thinking the wrong thing and so I have never I've never gotten ready so fast I have ne- I, I hadn't even I, you have you have to blow dry this I didn't blow dry it I was just like, you know what? I'm going to sit down. I am going to be on live television without my hair did. I wasn't even, I was wearing underwear and a shirt. That was it. So I'm like, all right, I'm ready. It's go time. Turn those cameras on. Bring me the hosts. And the woman says, oh, the mayor's just broken in. There's some breaking news. We're going to have to do this in 20 minutes. Are you okay to wait for 20 minutes? I'm like, am I okay to wait 20 minutes to do this interview? Yes, I'm okay to wait 20 minutes. Went blue. got my hair did right. I actually put pants on.
0: It feels, well, I mean, you put shorts on.
1: I put shorts on. I'm not wearing pants. Shorts or pants? It's intense. quarantine, shorts but or pants. I got myself ready. I just finished the interview. It's it was when lovely. When is it air tomorrow? I think it airs tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, because originally it was going to be live, and now it's taped for tomorrow. She did say it to say hello because you did Good Day New York when yeah, girls really stop apologizing was happening. She was the sweetest it was thing, so and she nice. was just like. Oh my goodness! I just I love your wife so much, and now I got to meet meet you too. I feel like I'm part of the family. I'm like, you, you are. are part of the family, Come but also 20 minutes ago, I wasn't even wearing pink Look at I did the reminder just came up to yep. do Good Day New York. Yep, that's a liar. Yep,
0: that is a liar. That's a liar. Um, here's here's an interesting that is is very interesting, and this topic feels right on because this week for next 90 day challenge, which we hope you are doing with us. Um, we are talking about the idea of organization and how important it is to be organized in your space, in your thoughts, and with the direction of your life. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go check out yesterday's episode on Facebook where we talk through those three things. But what I was thinking about this morning, I'm in the middle of a run, And it was my second run of the day and just so you guys know if you're curious about how the app works um we have three different levels of workouts so we have hero 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 Hero. champion and warrior hero are if you're just starting out your journey so a lot of those workouts are like 10 minute chunks uh champion is if you're sort of at the medium level and then warrior is like you want your butt kicked and I started my workout today with a warrior run. So that's a 30 minute, no walking, run, jog, sprint situation, and Then I was going into my second run, which was champion, so now 20 minutes. But I'm tired, and it's hot in Texas, (laughs) and I'm humid. It's humid, and it was so funny because I was like, you know what? I'm going to do, because just just to give you an idea, I'm on the treadmill, and I'm running with you, but it's like I'm motivational speaking to you. So it's truly the whole time I'm like, you've got this. Come on. Here's what it means. Set your intention, blah, blah, blah. And so I decided that this run was going to be for people who don't want to work out right so you go into the app and there's going to be one like when you don't want to work out do this workout so i start out by setting the intention of when you don't feel like working out and how important it is to push through that and then everything starts going wrong my dog runs in yep. and he's obsessed with the treadmill um what's it called not blade but
1: the thing that belt. looks like a tank belt. oh the belt
0: He's obsessed with it, he likes to like get down and like stare at it and growl at it. So that's happening in real time and I can't do anything because I'm in the middle of a run and I'm like figuring this out myself, right? So Jeffrey's there, I finally get him to sort of leave the space and then for no reason the power shuts off on my treadmill. So I'm in the middle of a run and then all of a sudden I'm like stopped, right? As I'm still trying to tell you at home. And then I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna keep going because there's a really good chance that those of you who will watch that workout at some point, are gonna have kids and dogs and life and partners and things going on in the world that are trying to distract you from doing the good thing that you're trying to do. And when those moments come, you could very easily use that distraction as the excuse to quit. And, And what I want you to do is flip it. What I want you to challenge yourself to do is, and this is why it's so important to be organized in your thoughts and know your why and know why you're doing this thing that you're doing. Because when that distraction shows up, I want you to see it as validation that you're supposed to keep going. When, when, when your you know your sister-in-law is like me, 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 you just be like, "Yep, I see you distraction. I see you." I mean, don't actually say that to her. Just no. like to yourself. Yeah. But I thought that's really interesting. And then you're distracted this morning. Like it's going to happen. Don't allow that distraction to be the reason why you stop doing the thing that you know you need to be doing. Yeah. Because your mind is going to reach for excuses all day long. Because it wants a reason not to do the thing that is uncomfortable. Everything in you... Well, my hair is
1: crazy. (laughs) Everything in you is
0: going to want to give up when it gets hard. And that's when you have to push yourself through the most. Yeah.
1: I think the, the idea of being organized, again, comes back to this pursuit of centeredness. And this idea that you cannot actually control the guarantee of things being imbalanced in life generally or in the way that the imbalance coming is something that you can totally be prepared for outside of just being organized so that when it shows up, it doesn't completely knock you to the ground. You may fall. But your ability to get back up faster, your ability to get back up and get back on the road instead of being stuck down in the ditch is going to be somewhat a reflection of your habits and routines, why we went through habits, and the way that you can stay organized and just prepared for the, the, the promise, the guarantee that the imbalanced stuff is going to come your way.
0: Yeah, I think when you think through the idea of organization, you can allow yourself to even in advance go, yeah, I'm probably going to get my butt kicked right now. I actually said it during the warrior run today because warrior is our our, you know, our hardest level. And if you've hung out with me for a while, you know that the word warrior is very meaningful to me. And the reason I love warrior is because a warrior trains every day. A warrior trains every day and a warrior challenges themselves in training so that they can be strong when they go out to do warrior work, right? There are people right now, essential workers, nurses, doctors, people in healthcare, truck drivers, people at the grocery store, you are doing warrior work. Single mamas, single daddies, you are doing warrior work right now. And the thing is, you're going to be called into that warrior work for other people. And so it's important that you do that warrior work for yourself. When you're alone, you have to challenge yourself further than you think that you can. And the other reason I love warriors is because warriors expect to get their butt kicked. I keep saying this over and over. They expect it. They anticipate it. If you're thinking like what pops in my head because I have Scottish ancestry is like a Scottish, like a Highlander, right? Like yeah. I also love Scottish, um, you don't want a history lesson, I'm, I love history. But um, it, in in um, in like Scots and warriors allowed women to be layered, allowed women to be warriors. There's so much documented like bad women who are doing incredible things. So it's super inspiring to me anyway. <clears throat> They trained every day and they anticipated getting their butt kicked. And when they did, they didn't think that it meant that they were bad or wrong or what they, they took it as the lesson they needed to learn. Yeah. They said, Oh, that's an area that I'm weak. And that means that I need to go back and start and train so that I can be stronger, so that I can show up next time and do better than I did before.
1: I was working on my uh, my keynote for the Rise Live event and my topic is about confidence, how confidence and courage go hand in hand. And one of the things in confidence, as much as you talk about mindset earlier, one of mine is about identity. And I think there's something really important as we think about how we can apply the things that we are going through to our identity in a way that reframes how we think of ourselves as being equipped to actually go do this work. And even though, despite the fact that it's scary, despite the fact that it's hard, we are rewiring and reframing the way that we think about who we are because of having been battle-tested. And so it's like in those tests, you're getting this real-time change in how you think of yourself and if you can stay connected to that reframed version of who you believe you t- yourself to be, now when hard things come, it's not like we're going to get out of this and hard goes away. Hard things are going to come, but you're going to have this experience to draw back on in a way that's going to change the way that you think about your ability to handle hard things going forward because so of how you've good. assumed that identity.
0: I, I love it too I when everything's coming back to these runs for me today. But there was a point when I was doing the 30-minute run where I... Uh, challenged you you know when you watch the workout to get into a sprint with me and to hold the sprint which is not easy for anybody and it's sort of you know the sprint is however it shows up for you for sprinting for me might be six and a half seven miles an hour sprinting for you might be two and it doesn't mean that that two miles an hour sprint for you isn't so difficult because we're all in our own road but what I think is so powerful about the sprint or even what you just said is that when, when you challenge yourself to sprint and you hold it and then you come back down to a jog, the jog's the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. But 10 minutes ago, that jog felt difficult because you hadn't set a new standard for what difficult actually was. There are people right now who are truly encountering difficulty because of being in quarantine or because of having lost their job or because they have family members who are sick or because they've lost people. And then there are also people who are in quarantine right now who are like, you think quarantine is hard? I'm battling breast cancer. You think quarantine, like, You don't know because you're at your level, like you're at the highest capacity that you know how to go, but I promise you that there is something greater that you are capable of, but you have to push yourself past that point and give yourself the perspective.
1: I go back to, I I stay connected because I love to run now to this Roger Bannister story, right? Roger Bannister was the first person to break a four minute mile. In Meaning four.
0: he ran he, one mile yep. in four minutes, right? Which had never been done.
1: It had not been done for centuries of time. Like over the course of all of recorded time, no one had ever run a four-minute mile. And then a guy named Roger Bannister runs a four-minute mile, and within a year, someone breaks his record. How?
0: I don't even think it was a year. Wasn't it was. It
1: was. It was. I just didn't want to get it wrong. But it was within months, right? Like in no time, someone comes and breaks his four minute mile record. After centuries and centuries of time where people have been running, millions of people had run, no one could ever do it. All of a sudden he does it and someone else breaks his record within months. Why? Because what was impossible was now shown to be possible and the belief in its possibility allowed someone to now break this record. And now since that time, 1700 other people have run a sub four minute mile. And so, the crazy great thing about this experience is you're gonna sprint and it's gonna reframe how you think about how fast you can go. And maybe your sprinting, whatever the analogy is in this quarantine, is gonna change the way that the people in your life believe that they also have the capacity to sprint. And so, there's something, man, there's something in if you can connect to it, right? Roger Bannister did something for everyone else and you may be the Roger Bannister in your world. It's not a four minute mile. It just might be maintaining a positive outlook. It may be organizing in the midst of chaos that you don't feel like organizing in. but whatever it ends up being, it's going to reframe how you believe you're capable of doing those things, but it's also going to reset And reframe the standard for every other person in your circle who now, because of your example, may believe something that's possible for them that they didn't see before.
0: Well, and it's incredible if you can be an example for people, if you can be a leader for for those in your community. But I think even more powerful than that, some of you all need to lead yourselves. Some of you right now, I'm, I'm like... I I was lucky enough we so we have this we have rise live on Saturday. I hope you guys are going to join us It's our first ever virtual conference eight hours of programming all the keynotes are in so John Maxwell Ed Milette, Eric Thomas Jen Hatmaker talking about being strong as a parent Donald Miller talking about um, The hero the guide like you're talking about like it's it's gonna be so amazing. It's on Saturday check out the Hollis Co if you want more details Um, but I had the opportunity, I, I've started to see, we had some people fill out forms because we really wanted to make sure that we were teaching exactly what our community needed in, in a time like this. And so we got forms from people all over the world who are, who, what, here's what they're struggling with and I'm, I'm so grateful that I was able to see those words and be reminded of why we're doing this thing. I said to the team, you know, normally when we pull together a RISE conference, people come because maybe they're coming to RISE business and they wanna work on their business or, or maybe it's women's weekend and you wanna have this chance to connect and learn and grow. We very rarely have people, if ever, who have come to a RISE conference because they're deeply hurting and they're looking for solutions. And this is the first time that we're really seeing that. And so to read these words, um, there, was, there was a lot of shame there was a lot of shame in what I was reading. Uh, and the over sort of the overlying theme for people was this idea that they should know how to do this better, that they should be able to be a stronger parent, that they should be able to be a better leader for their team, and there was a lot of shame for them wrapped up in not knowing what to do. And so here's across the board, I read it over and over. They didn't know what to do, so they decided to do nothing. They didn't know what to do. And so they were like, I, it feels like nothing matters, so I'm not gonna do anything. And the first thing was just like, my heart is hurting for our community. Please be graceful with yourself. Yeah. So it's incredible. If you're in a place where you can be a leader for other people, amazing. But right now, what most of you need maybe is just to be a leader for yourself. And being a leader for yourself means that you are graceful with yourself. You don't have to have all of the answers. You just have to take another step. You just have to reach for something more. If you're hanging out with us right now, I assume, hey, this is a chance to maybe just get filled with some positivity. If you're doing next 90 day challenge, you're doing 14 weeks of free content and lessons on these kind of topics. I hope that you're reaching for more. If you're coming on Saturday, I hope that you're reaching, when I say coming, I mean like you're just watching from your living room safely while socially distancing. Um, I hope that you're reaching for more, but please hear me right now. There, nobody knows how to do a quarantine. <laughs> nobody knows how to perfectly do a pandemic. Literally no one. Yeah. You can only do the best that you can do. And frankly, some days the best that you can do might be pulling the covers over your head.
1: It might be organizing a single drawer in your kitchen. Like, it, like it's, it, it's just small things that yeah. have like meaning for you that don't maybe have meaning for other people. It's not about other people. This is yes. exclusively about you. And the headline too, you know, because I've seen these notes as well, there's, I think there's some shame in the struggle and there is universal struggle. If you are watching this right now, you are struggling and that is not a reflection of you having any kind of weakness or being Mm -hmm. indicted in any way for not being great. That just means you're human. We're struggling. Everyone is struggling and the struggle being universal hopefully gives you permission to hold it and this pursuit of wanting to try and reach for better or more. But the headline is you gotta be graceful around the idea of struggle because it's just a part of our collective humanity. We're all struggling,
0: Yeah, it's okay. Well, and it's like, you know, so often people are comparing themselves of like, oh, I see this person and they're out there and they seem to be whatever and then I'm not and so they feel shame. Or they're comparing themselves to like, um, there's sort of that positive way. And then there's also, because I've, I've talked to my, some of my friends about this, is that they're really having a hard time and then they feel guilty because they're like, but other people have it so much worse than I do. How dare I be struggling when there are people who have it so much worse? I think that you can have empathy and compassion for other people and still feel like you're going through something hard. Yeah, And I think that when you try and force yourself to not feel those feelings, or when you make yourself believe that your feelings are wrong you are oh my that's where the shame comes in you're just making it so much worse on yourself please be graceful please be graceful take care of yourself take care of your heart but know, know that a single step forward in whatever direction makes sense for you and your family a single step forward is worth everything and then the next day maybe you get to take two And then maybe you back up a little bit and you need to have rest and then you go again. It's not about doing it perfectly. I think that, you know, I was reading someone's form and it was just like, man, I don't even wanna face the day. Like I have kids and I'm at home with these kids and I I don't even wanna face the whole day. And man, if you can't face the whole day, then focus on the morning. And if the morning feels too intense for you, focus on the next hour. How can I show up in the next hour? And maybe you need to, whatever you need to do, it's just about that momentum of moving forward because I promise you, you cannot shame yourself better. It won't work. Yeah. You have to be graceful with yourself. You have to love yourself enough to stand up and go again.
1: I do think too, like part of where overwhelming anxiety and sometimes feeling like you aren't doing enough or like feeling the right way enough can come from Assigning too much weight to the worry of what might happen in the future and the thing that we kind of keep coming back to is that you can control what happens today you can control you know certain things of what happens today and there's an inability an impossibility of controlling what's going to happen tomorrow or any day after it and so the more that you can just connect to and stay focused on what can I do today and if today feels overwhelming what can I do this morning what can I do in the next two hours like breaking it down into an increment that you can handle that doesn't feel overwhelming might just afford you some confidence as you're building momentum to think differently about your ability to show up for this entire day. But man, like worrying about when or what if or how long are the things that unfortunately are already outside of your control and in a world where you're trying to stay grounded to things you can actually affect, those things aren't affectable. Yeah. so focus on what you can what you can affect
0: yeah uh, guys one last thought we are three days away from rise live three more days to grab your tickets it's eight. 8- plus hours of programming. Uh, Tickets start at $40. Um, We're super excited for the content that's coming at you. It's all around this theme of courage. Uh, So energy and lessons and tactics from incredible keynote speakers will be there, obviously, we will be coming in at you live. Um, And just so you know, it's not, I think I told you guys this already, but I had one of my friends who was like, Oh, I thought you guys were doing a webinar. Like, I thought this was like a Zoom call. No, this is a fully, like, the amount of work that has gone in to figure out how we could have a produced live thing without anybody in the room.
1: I it's mean, that niche. alone
0: feels like you should tune in for it. But check out the HollisCode.com right there at the top. You can um, hit the banner for Rise Live and find out more information. Watch the videos. Check out the Frequently Asked Questions. It's going to be... Amazing, and there's only three more days. So, we hope that you're joining us. If for some reason you can't afford it, oh my gosh, we totally understand. We've both been there in our lives. That's why we do our next 90 day challenge. It's totally free, 14 weeks of content, totally free. Uh, you can go to theholliscode.com forward slash next 90 to find out more information about that. Um, and we hope that you'll just uh, take something. Take something. We're going to keep talking through themes that we hope will be helpful for you. And we hope that they, you know, ignite a little something in your heart and make you want to dig deeper with us or with other teachers or books or podcasts that can help you get through this season.
1: Speaking of podcasts. Yeah. What's on the Rise podcast today? Something.
0: Well, dig into that. Dig into that. I'm sure it's amazing. It's a bet. It's so spectacular. (laughs) Um, I will. um, I have to go because if you are Canadian... Um, I'm hanging out with Marilyn Dennis this morning, so oh. i got to go get my life together so I'll look Marilyn. cute for her. Um, when I say hanging out with her, I mean doing it on my computer, which will then air on her show later. Did so... you
1: confirm the, the time, time zone? The time is
0: definitely <laughs> 10.30 central. All right. Definitely that, because they'd already be calling me. But we love you guys. We hope you have a fantastic day. We'll see you here tomorrow. Uh, go bring the joy. Happy Tuesday.